Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. In Richmond, appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan. And we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. We're also on the Monumental Sports Network on the TV side, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. It's Bish Cakes, EB, and JP. We're talking about Caleb Williams, and some people think <clears throat> painted fingernails, wearing a dress, it's not worth it. Plus throw in, just all these guys are dicey. I just think... I go with the guy that doesn't have that. Stuff. If you have greatness, and none of us know if he's going to be great, but if you have greatness, you tolerate it. And we saw that yesterday. We haven't talked about this. We've hit the game from every angle. Travis Kelsey bumped into his coach aggressively. Yeah, yeah he ran it's over to him. If that's a regular season game and it's different players, I saw A.J. Brown tweet, I would have been kicked out of league for that. That's maybe a, a bridge too far. But if it was a different player, different coach, different situation, that would have been a huge deal. Hmm. The entire country would be all over him. Can you believe what that player did to his coach? But when you're a great, like Travis Kelsey, who ended up with nine catches. Right. He's going to the Hall of Fame. The you tolerate he, The coach he bumped into is going into the Hall of Fame. Right. And the quarterback's going to the Hall of Fame. Am I wrong, well, Kicks? That's, that's no, how you tolerate so. greatness. Yeah. That's how like you tolerate right. jerks, right. different people, whatever, if they're great. That's why the Bulls tolerated Dennis Rodman. The only thing, I, the only caveat will be is I assume they have a very close relationship. They've been together for years. Right. And it just gets I'm giving him a little there. bit of the benefit of the doubt there, a little bit. Like if he was a new guy and it was just, you know, he just, you know, playing for Reed his first year, I, I feel like there might be that's just might be the nature of the relationship. But he's a great player. You tolerate it. Like uh great players who are late to meetings, they right. get a pass. And also temp- well, like yeah, you've seen it a hundred times. Tempers flare on the sidelines. Yeah. Guys get in each other's faces. Now that that was a little bit aggressive and on the biggest stage possible, yeah, yeah. which made it a little bit weirder. That's how but frustrated they were. Happen all mm-hmm. the time. And yeah. there are great players in other sports that c- coaches and GMs don't tolerate. Kyrie right. Irving's one of them. James Harden's another. All right, great players, but 
you know, their coaches don't tolerate their antics. If they're uncoachable, they're uncoachable. I can't remember off the top of my head. It might have been a fine scene story, but um, there was a, a great player who would show up late to meetings and. The coach was asked something. It was like, Emmett Smith. It was yeah. it was it was Jimmy Johnson talking yeah. about Emmett well, Smith. He's like, well, if so and so falls asleep, wait. he's cut. If no, but, Emmett Smith falls asleep, I wake him up. No, I think it was a different story. They said, well, if the guy's late, then he said, well, wait for him. To, he goes, yeah. he's the the coordinator. I think said to the head coach, hey, so and so is always late to the meetings, and he's like, well, wait for him to start the meeting because <laughs> it's just different standards. Well, look, and I think Kayla Williams again going back to that discussion, if he is indeed great. And none of us know. But if he's great and all those other guys are destined to be really good, but not great, then you do trade up. But there's no way to know. You don't know. It's, it's not worth the risk. Look, he's going to get drafted. He's not undraftable. Someone's going to say, all right, he's worth it because we think he's great. Right. It's probably going to get but drafted number one. If Washington, I don't think Washington do that because you're going to have to give up other high draft picks where you could get another good quarterback, in my opinion, at number two. And fill these other holes with just other using places. a recent draft. All right, I'm going to put you in this position: a recent draft where Burrow goes one, mm-hmm. and two, I believe, was the fifth pick. Correct. And yep. Herbert. So went let's six. say draft. you could trade up and get Burrow, or you could stand pat and draft Tua. What are you doing? What, I think what am you I, trade up and get Burrow. What am I getting? What am I giving up to get that number one pick? Probably giving up a three number ones, a couple of picks to fill out your team. You're probably giving up three number ones. You're probably giving up that pick at five, and then you're probably giving up two future ones, right? It's maybe just one. I don't know. One mm. and maybe like a third or a second right. down the line. Well, I'd have to know. I'd have so to maybe know what I'm two, giving up. So you're giving up two ones, a second rounder, and a third rounder. It's too much of a gamble because but it's see, too imprecise of a deal. And Joe Burrow didn't have that reputation. Of Caleb Williams? Correct. Okay, so I I don't Joe know Burrow enough wouldn't... about it, but the knocks currently on Caleb Williams are he cried after a game to his mom and he paints his fingernails and now you have a dress. What else do you got? What else well, do you got? Is he a is he, he a speak, bad teammate? He didn't speak to the media after a couple of losses this year. Okay, that shows I mean, that, that shows, shows the maturity. Some immaturity. So some immaturity. And it's not just painting fingernails; he's painting f Utah on his fingernails. Yeah. I mean, There's who, a lot of immaturity. Okay, stuff. so it's a little, a lot of immaturity. It's a little, it's a little Baker Mayfield. Can I say the F word real quick? <laughs> you cannot. No. Okay. And I'm not now. Baker Mayfield, obviously not as talented, but Baker Mayfield had some of those type of tendencies in college. Yeah, it just it's such a difficult position to project. Then when you add the little off the field silly stuff, and I agree, in, individually in and of their themselves, they're mm-hmm. just kind of silly little things. I'd rather roll the dice with somebody else where I don't have to pay the exorbitant cost to gamble. Right. It's too big of a gamble. It's just a big gamble when you throw in the other stuff. Now, if you tell me he's a guaranteed can't-misser, flawless off the field, flawless on the field, flaw, you know what I mean? He's Andrew Luck, who I think might be the maybe the most flawless quarterback prospect in recent times in terms of total package, then maybe I'd do it. But if he's anybody else who's got character issues or maybe some, you know, whatever issues... And you got other guys that are pretty highly rated behind them. I just roll the dice with the other go guys. Go ask the Panthers if they could go back in time. Would they move up to one for Bryce Young to give up all they gave up? Mm. They would tell you no. Now, I know that Bryce Young has had one year in the NFL. Yeah, let's not give up on you him can't yet. just punt him yet. But the first year was not encouraging. Doesn't look good, yeah. 
Doesn't look great. And by the way, did you hear Brian Mitchell? B. Mitch said he was there, and he stood next to Brian, uh, Bryce Young or whatever. Yeah. He said he's like five nine or something. <laughs> like he's nowhere near what. Yeah. Um, he's not six one. Whatever they listed <laughs> yeah. him as, he's definitely smaller than Brian. And Brian's not six feet tall, right? Brian's what, like five, five. ten and a half? I think Maybe. I think he kind of used himself as a reference. Yeah. It said he's not even five ten and a half. You know, right? He's smaller than him. Makes you wonder, you know, all these these, these height and weight listings of all these kids, right? Right. They're Listen, all they're all especially the I don't think that's the reason why he struggled because yeah. I think small guys can be. And successful. I'm not giving up on him because I think it's he part had, of the reason why he struggled. He had one bad His year. Height, you think, is the reason? Yes. That's probably I think it's harder for it. generally harder for short quarterbacks. To succeed, are there outliers to that? There are exceptions to the rule. Those of guys that have been super successful that are smaller, they just learn to play around it. They learn with arm angles, deeper drops, whatever. But maybe I don't know. Well, you kind of see that with Purdy too, because Purdy's smaller. Yeah, I was and, reading and he, about he tends to get in trouble in the pocket. I was reading about uh, Caleb Williams. I actually Googled what's he like as a teammate. Mm-hmm. I'm sure and, they all like. And him. It, and there's an article which has. Um, from the Shrine game, uh, teammates of his and also guys he played against. And one of the common threads I've seen is they just talk about, and this is very Mahomes-like, his ability to extend plays and make throws from every angle and just Mm -hmm. what they say are crazy throws. Mm -hmm. I believe it. And I can't remember who, I think it was Matt Miller or somebody, we retweeted it last week, where he climbs the pocket and throws just a dart 50 yards downfield perfectly on stride. Mm-hmm. Like, he just might have that freak show type ability, a la Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the pass that Mahomes threw yesterday when he's rolling to his left and throws all the way to the right, right in stride. He could have thrown to Travis Kelsey underneath. It was wide open. Nobody around him for, like, 20 yards. And he throws perfectly, like, drops it in the bucket 50 yards across his body. It's just a great, great throw. Well, if, if Gibson just looks up in the air, he can see a, the ball and probably either knocks it down or picks right. it. Mm-hmm. It was busted coverage on his uh, his part. So it was basically one-on-one, and it should have been at least knocked down if not picked. Well, they almost had two guys there. That, you know, But that ball was a missile. Like, I mean, that it was a great was throw. Just traveling in the air forever. But if he doesn't lose it in the air, he makes a play on that ball. Right. Because he would have been thrown into double coverage. The earlier caller who was basically saying that it's worth drafting Caleb Williams because they'll sell out in his box office. I do think Jaden Daniels would be box office Jayden too. Daniels, Drake May pick, would be the boring pick. Jaden Daniels would give us a couple years of RG three like, and it could be a roller coaster. Who knows? Might be a big bust, but I think he would bring excitement. Like this fan base would be fired up. It probably would be for Caleb too, but Daniels would be cheaper. Yeah. You don't have to trade up, and I think. You know, I think he could be a superstar. But I don't care about being, in the right. I don't care about getting the fans excited. I want the best quarterback. Yes, I know. I think he so can if be. If he's the best quarterback, then I'm with you. He might not be the best quarterback but today, not, but I think his potential is every bit might even be higher than Caleb's. Haven't we seen though we'll see. in in mock drafts, Jaden Daniels being like a mid to late round pick? I've seen him high, but I've also seen him well, most of them much have lower, him like top five, if not I've, top. Three or four. Most I thought of the ones he was I top two or three. I thought there was going to be three Most in a row. Most of the ones I've seen, he's, he's two I thought it was going to be three quarterbacks in a row. Now, look, you can find any mock draft out there, and you'll have different mock drafts. I mean, the one I looked at this morning had them trading down to 10 and taking J.J. McCarthy. So it just kind of depends on I where you look. I think J.J. is going to be a good player, too, but he doesn't have anywhere near this. 
the uh, electric electricity factor well, no, no. that Daniels. I mean, Daniels has. is a is a just a great runner. He's a great Spielman's athlete. also. I know he's maybe not associated with the team anymore, but he's in love with Caleb, right? Rick Spielman. Uh, I think remember. that's what we heard. But who did we hear remember. that from? Uh, did he say it, or did Finley tell us that? Well, I think he said it, it months podcast ago. And, okay. and he, the safe pick could be Drake May because he played the same offense at Kingsbury. Ran. He's a big, strong dude. Everyone's going to like him. There's going to be the comparisons to Josh Allen. Comes from an athletic family. You're not going to be. You're not going to be disappointed if they go with Drake May either. I think they have plenty of choices. You don't have to go after and and pay an exorbitant amount. Also, you guys are concerned about size. How tall is Caleb Williams? Six, six one or one. six two? Right. All right, Danny. I don't know if he's six. If he's listed at six two, I bet he's smaller. He than don't that. look like he's six two. Yeah, I'd say six one, but who knows? Right. Here's what Rick Williams. He's not uh, six four. Listed at six one two fifteen. That means he's six foot. What? <clears throat> uh, you know, seven. <laughs> one of the players that played against him in that article where I read like from the Shrine Bowl teammates and opponents talking about him said that I think it was defensive lineman and he said that Caleb Williams legs are like tree trunks. I believe it. So that he's like super strong here. Here's what Spielman says about Caleb. He's unique talent. Williams athleticism is on full display on every tape you watch, but he's a quarterback first. Mm-hmm. He shows shows poise and patience in the pocket. He at times is too patient. And relies on his unique athletic ability to buy a second chance looking for the big play instead of taking what the defense is giving him. Williams won't have that type of luxury, holding the ball for as long as he does in the pocket in the NFL. Williams shows his ability to get through his progressions and gets the ball out on time when he must. His arm strength, release quickness, and ball placement jump out on the tape. Now go no, no, go listen to Merrill Hodges. Did you see that over the weekend? I didn't. He went He went viral. I believe, right? Drabby, did you see it? It was Merrill Hodge was talking about Caleb, and he was like, trust me, he's not that special. Something yeah, to so, that so, effect. So Merrill gets a, lot, gets a lot of, quote, credit because he went viral when he talked about Johnny Manziel a few years ago, and he trashed yes. Johnny before the draft. And mm-hmm. so he's got, you know, he's a, little a little bit extra clout. But then everyone brought out all his misses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's got misses. And there's a bunch of misses where Merrill Hodge says somebody's going to suck and End up being awesome, but just make make your own judgment based on listen. What did listen what did Hodge say? Like what holes? He, Spielman we got, we went on. Right Spielman got, went on to say. It. Let me just say, Spielman went on to say it's hard to poke a lot of holes in Williams' game. He'll have to adjust to the speed of the game in the NFL, and the windows will be tighter. But those adjustments should come quickly for him. Well, I've only watched Caleb Williams three games last year, three this year. So I'm only halfway done. Okay, the one thing that I that is clear, he is not special. He is not something unique like a Patrick Mahomes. And I hope the Bears don't think, well, let's, let's, let's try to make up for our mistake when we pass up Patrick Mahomes and go get the Patrick Mahomes. The kid is not Patrick Mahomes. Ain't even remotely close to that. It is unfair to Justin Fields. He has had new coordinator, new coordinator, new coordinator. There's no possible way you can know about your guy when you do that. It's the worst thing that can happen to any player, especially a quarterback. That's all he said? He didn't, didn't break down anymore? Okay. Well, that, yeah, they, he started going into the fields after that. Yeah, yeah. Now, Albert Breer was on um, either a podcast or doing radio in Boston. And Albert Breer said he spoke to several NFL mm-hmm. executives, and they ranked Drake May as the third best quarterback prospect total of the last four drafts, only behind Trevor Lawrence and Caleb Williams. That's what these executives. So I can again. So then, so uh, ahead of now, us. Who know, now who knows who he was talking? That to. Might so be better great. than Burrow. 
Well, also better than Daniels for sure. And then, yes. but they're putting he's putting Williams and Drake right <clears throat> kind of in the same category. Yeah. So again, if you have question marks about Caleb, it's an exorbitant price to move up to Caleb. And your scouts and everybody tells you it's Drake. You, you know, go Drake then. Yeah. I, with the two. So he, I'm with so, you so that those, if it's so close. So those executives close. think that he's better than Burrow, Trevor, and Herbert. Coming out. Coming out now, yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, you never know. It, it, we already know it's an inexact science. Of course. We've known that for years. Yeah. Coming up next, we'll talk to one of our favorites. Fred Smoot will join us for a little Smoot Smack here on the Junkies. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. We're streaming live coast to coast on the Odyssey app. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. Still to come on the program, we'll give you a chance to win some Luke Bryan tickets. He's at Jiffy Lube Live. But right now, it's our boy Fred Smoot, former Washington cornerback. Little addition of Smoot Smack Day after the Super Bowl. What's up, Smooty? <laughs> hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all Smoody. doing? Smoothie. Great, man. How are you? Man, I'm great, man. I remember the great days when y'all used to throw the uh, the drinking contest and all that stuff y'all used to do. What happened to all that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're still well, doing as it. we get older, I mean, those kind of are dying. Yeah, we're kind of aging out. out of that. I mean, we're. I mean, we did do it. Yeah, we did. So I we might, did it. it might be my last couple year, days before Christmas. We did our drinking show. Where were you hey, at, man? Y'all got to invite. Y'all got to invite the kid up there next time. Y'all do it. All right, remember you that. and the Springs are invited. <laughs> always, always. always. Right, all right, all right. All right. So what did you think of the game last night? I know you're a defensive guy, so I'm assuming you weren't put off by the lack of scoring, et cetera, early on. It obviously turned into a great game by the finish, but how did you feel as the game was going along? 
What did y'all expect from the number two and the number three defense? Like, you knew this was going to be one of those games where whoever makes the first mistake, that's, what, that's who's going to lose this game. Like, I thought it was a great game. It was just like I anticipated. And you know the thing that I think we're learning? Like, when I played football, Tom Brady was that guy that, you know what, don't give this guy a chance. But we're learning that right now when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Like, if you leave him 30 seconds, 45 seconds, it don't matter. You give this guy a chance, you give him a window, he will make you pay. And I thought San Francisco played well last night. Like I said it before the game, I was going to Kansas City. I felt like Kansas City had the, uh, the better head coach. I, I felt like they had the better kicker. I felt like they had the better quarterback. And I felt like uh, Chris Jones is the most dominant defensive player in the game. So I said, you know what, I, I give them a three-point edge to Kansas City, but the game went exactly like I thought. What, did y'all feel like it wasn't enough scoring in the game? Well, I mean, by the end of it, it was fine. I mean, but I think like, early on, I think people were yeah, like 12 off. minutes left in the third quarter. I think there were a total of 13 points that had been scored at that point. No, I, I was entertained because it was close. Like, we grew up in an era where there were a lot of blowouts in Super Bowls, so I'll take a close Super Bowl and the tension. Um, and, and the reality is, look, you mentioned Chris Jones. If San Francisco converts one-third down in regulation at the end of the game, they run out the clock and they win the game with the field goal. But... Kansas City's defense was special this year. Oh, did you say if? Well, you know, if, if if was a fifth, we all be drunk, but we're not. <laughs> we can't do the if thing. We can't. We can't go there. Like, I, like I got to give the credit to the team that did what they had to do in Kansas City. Was the team that had been there. They the team that had done that. They the team that was more comfortable in, in, in the hard situations. Uh, Buckner, the kicker, was on point. Uh, everything just. Came into line. And that's what I enjoyed about this game was I knew it was going to come down to the last couple of plays of this game. The question is, who had the ball in their hand? Do you like the decision in overtime to take the ball first under the new rules? A lot of people have criticized Kyle Shanahan saying, well, that allows the team that goes second, the Chiefs, to, you, you know, you have four downs now. You know that you're going to go for it on fourth down. Um, what do you think about that decision? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not. I'm not one of those people that's up in arms about it. Uh, I think they did the analytics on it, and they said, "Yeah, let's take the ball." Uh, the end of the day, you got to handle your business. It's football. Like you got to score right there. Like the the, the the maximum way to put the pressure on Kansas City in that situation is to score seven. They score three. When you score three, you you let them know not only. All we need to do is score a field goal to tie this game. But you also let them know a touchdown ends the game right now. Right, we can apply the pressure that the highest form, the highest weight. Like, y'all guys are right. Like, in hindsight, 2020, they should have kicked the ball off. But now, at that point, I think what you have to realize, especially with Brock Purdy, is I have to go down here and Patrick Mahomes is on the other team. I have to get seven. And I thought the play calls was good. I just thought when it came said this before, the Kansas City defense made the plays when it came. On that third down run, Joe making that play change the whole entire outcome of the game. Right. I, I'm curious, we were debating earlier where Mahomes now ranks amongst the all-time greats. The GOAT discussion, obviously Tom's got seven Super Bowls. Mahomes is only at three, but he's already surpassed guys like Terry Bradshaw and Peyton Manning and John Elway in playoff wins, and he's only 28 years old. So, um, but 
But we were also debating his talent. And I'm wondering, when you were playing, Fred, who were the most talented quarterbacks you faced? Wow. Just talented, uh, not accomplishments. Because Mahomes has talent and accomplishments. All right, all right. Well, Brett Favre was off the, off the meter rack when it came to um, talent, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, it was guys that was do. But when we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, the thing that makes him different from Tom Brady is, we can all be honest, Tom's first three Super Bowls, we can kind of attribute them to the defense, right? Like the defense sure. and Belichick kind of dominated while Tom was trying to find his foot. Now with Patrick, he is the reason they win. He is the closer. He's more close to Steph Curry than he is anybody here than Tom Brady. Because Steph Curry changed basketball, not everybody shoot threes. Well, Patrick Mahomes changed the quarterback position and, and how he dictates and what he does on the football field. Now, I played with some very talented guys. I played against very talented guys. Can't say I played against a Patrick Mahomes because nobody, not with his legs, not with his arms, could dictate a game like he dictates the game. Like he controls every part of it. And, and, and the thing about it is, clutch. Let's talk clutch. Who's the best clutch quarterback of all time? And I know he's 28, but right now we had a vote. And we can go back. Years, years, years. We would still say Patrick Mahomes because nobody has showed us fourth quarter and clutch like Patrick Mahomes. Like he has nobody to be compared to right now. And you said it. He's 28 years old. That's very young for all the stuff that he's accomplished so far. Smooty, to be fair, Tom Brady's second Super Bowl against Carolina, he threw for 354 and three touchdowns. Yeah, but the thing about it was, think about this. He did throw for And they scored 32 points. points. 32 29. The defense didn't win that game. Smooth will have an answer. He's always got an answer. Well, he's wrong about that. <laughs> no, no. I, no, no. Uh, look, I am right about that. Listen about this. You can, tell, you can throw them 300 yards up there. That's fine. That's fine. Did, did Tom dominate the first three Super Bowls he played in the equivalent of what Pat Mahomes have done? Is it the same? Well, he won two what? MVPs out of three. Well, and those first three Super Bowls, Mahomes has won three, so Mahomes has the edge there. You know what some people will point to, though, and maybe yeah. this isn't fair. You head know this. Head. You know this. It's the ultimate team game, right? I mean, yeah, part of is. the reason they won that game was the special teams. It was a muff punt yeah. because the Chiefs hadn't scored offensively. You said whichever team made the first mistake. Now, there were two fumbles. Both teams fumbles. That kind of offset, right? Both running backs fumbled. But the muff punt, the Chiefs hadn't scored a touchdown until then. Um, oh no no! That's, that's, hey, that that was the game. But that's what I said before the game was. I had to ask myself who had the better special team, and I went Buckner. I went with Kansas City because he's the number two. He's rated the number two kicker in the league. So I expected this to happen. The question was when was it going to happen? When was the game going to break open? We said at the edge. I see. I can say this. I don't know about y'all, but I was highly highly entertained last night when it came to this game. I was at the edge of my seat this whole game. I didn't know what was going to go which direction. Uh, A part of me wanted Purdy to win because I felt like nobody gives him the respect. I think he's the rotten and danger field of quarterbacks. So I was putting for him, but he was like, come on, they can't do this with this guy Patrick Mahomes out here. He's going to do it over and over again. So I had two Mississippi State dog brothers playing. Chris Jones, Willie Gay, Cable, Kansas City. So I leaned that way, but I, I thought it was highly entertaining. I thought it was one of the best Super Bowls we've had in years. So back to Mahomes, his greatness and his talent. 
What yeah. separates him in your mind, like as a guy who played corner in the league at a high level for many years, what separates him from two other physical freaks that are in his conference, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson? When he improvises and when he throws off platform, and there's no throw he cannot make. Uh, Josh Allen is missing that fourth quarter magic. Patrick Mahomes never misses that fourth quarter magic. Lamar Jackson, very exciting. He's missing that, he's missing that clutch, that clutch team. When, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, it's nothing he cannot do on a football field. And nobody ever gives him props for his legs. He has dominated the last two Super Bowls with his legs. He has made every play that that changes a game, that breaks the other team back. He makes it with his legs. The thing about it, it, it ain't no stopping him. You can only hope to contain him. And what hmm. makes him different than all of them, he's more clutch when it matters. He, when, 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 it, when his team needs him to go out and make a play, he goes out and he bends the other defense to his will. And they could be with arm strength. They could be with accuracy. They could be with his legs. They could be with several things. Smoothie, also one play that not a lot of people are talking about was an injury to Dre Greenlaw, which was massive. Oh, yeah. Because the entire second half, San Francisco's playing with a backup linebacker. They were already playing with a second and third string safety because of injuries. And Greenlaw and Warner were flipping off, uh, covering Kelsey in the first half. And... Fred Warner had to cover Kelsey basically the entire second half, and Greenlaw would have been able to make other plays. That was a huge injury for them. Well, I call it the law firm of Warner and Greenlaw because they bring the law. They, these guys, they are the most physical two linebackers I've ever seen play the football game. Reminds me of Pat Willis and the Barlow Ball and the way they get down here and what they do. Mm-hmm. And when he left the game, I thought, I thought, I thought Kelsey was going to get started right then. But it still took him a while to get started because Warner was still all over him. And I think Greenlaw, actually, he does very well in the past. But his run game presence, yep. I thought, was, was, was what they was lacking after he left the game because he's sideline to sideline. And you're talking about a linebacker with an attitude. You're talking about somebody that changed his football game. So when he left the football game, I thought Pacheco was going to be the one to really step up and start to make the plays, but yet and still, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's number 15, who makes the play. And, and, and is anybody shocked that they ran the same play from last year to the end of the game? Right. And Andy Reid does it again? I think the Niners were shocked. Yeah. They didn't cover <laughs> I mean, very well. Wide open. They yeah. love corn dog. Hey, uh, we were t- talking about the college quarterbacks. I don't know how much you, you, you follow college football, but the discussion. Yeah, I, love I love college. Yeah, the discussion now for the next couple of months here in Washington. Obviously, free agency is coming up month, but it's going to be about what do they do with that number two pick. So, yeah. Caleb Williams, unbelievable talent, but some people are saying Drake May's great. Some people are talking about the Heisman Trophy winner, Jaden Daniels. Are there any red flags that you see with Caleb Williams? Uh, no red flags with Caleb Williams. And I'm going to tell y'all guys this. I religiously listen to you guys every morning while I'm here to work. Thank you, Smoothie. And, 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 and I need y'all guys to uh, watch the way you to pass. Because every time we uh, I listen to y'all talk, it's, it's this, ah, oh, but this is the way it used to be. This is the way it's been. My feelings are so hurt. Come on, fellas. Y'all sound 
team is new. We have a new ownership. We have a new head coach. We have a new everything. We're about to have a new quarterback. And the quarterbacks, we have our pick of the litter. I think Caleb is the most uh, Patrick Mahomes-like quarterback in this one. But Drake May is who I think everybody's slipping on. Like, Drake May. Uh, and we got to ask ourselves. The last time we had the number two pick, we took Chase Young. Are we going to pass on Justin Herbert twice? No. Because Drake no May is uh, the epitome of Justin Herbert. He, he has the same skill set, the same size. He can get out there. He can make the plays with his feet. Uh, six four. He's a huge dude, 230 pounds. Uh, and, and he's special. He's clean feet up. That's the thing you need to clean up. But every college football player has something you need to clean what up. What about Jaden? I'm starting to fall he's in love with Jaden Daniels. With I think he will no. go number three. But to me, he has just a little stitch. Just a little stitch. He really, but a little stitch of RG4 on him. I, and I'm talking about the skinny build, the straight line running. But he can make plays. So at the end of the day, we are in a glory position at number two because we got the option to move up to get Caleb at one. And we got the option to stay right there, too, and pick whoever falls to us. He kind of likes both, it sounds like. He, you like Drake May and Jaden Daniels. So if you're the GM, Fred Smoot, you're the GM. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to make a trade up for Caleb Williams and traffics? You're going to go with Drake May. You're going to go with Jaden Daniels. You got to make your pick. I, I am going to bring the native son home. I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going Caleb Williams. Like it's just some about that kid. He, he has that big factor. Uh, and then the bad, and the good thing about him is, it's just like Patrick Mahomes. When Patrick got to the league, they had to teach Patrick how to win from inside the pocket. We would have to do the same thing with Caleb because outside the pocket, when the play breaks down, he has that naturally. So I'm, I, if I'm that close, if I'm right there, I'm going Caleb Williams, and I'm running number thirteen home. And I, I just think he's Drake May is not that far behind him. I just think the the, the excitement, the uh, the unscheduled plays, he makes everything he brings to the table, the running ability. Caleb is that guy. And I feel like if you bring him home, he completes everything that we're doing with the new ownership, uh, with the new coaches, with everything. I think he completes everything. And don't forget, we got his offensive coordinator, his head coach. I mean, not his head coach, but a coach that coached him in the building right now. So it makes all the sense in the world. If I had to right now, GM Fred Smooth, I would say Caleb Williams will be the guy that I'm going after. There he wow. is, Fred Smoot, trading up for Caleb Williams. Always fun talking to you, Fred. Thank you, Fred. Hey, thanks, fellas. Thanks, right, buddy. What, what was he complaining about us? What did he say we were doing? I didn't he understand. Said, he said you guys sound like scorned lovers. Yeah, we're like, we're talking about the past. We're, we're yeah, the talking past. about the past yeah. and not wanting to, I guess, uh, have the same kind of missteps that you did with RG3. Oh, you mean I think it's about like Snyder. Up, the Snyder. About, yeah, yeah about, about trading up, about oh, okay. you know maybe just uh, not taking a quarterback. because you No, get, no, we're all going to take a quarterback. We're all taking a quarterback. We're swinging. Lock. Now, last week, you weren't taking a quarterback, EB. No, no, I just said You were in the Marvin Harrison draft J.J. McCarthy camp. Well, that's that camp. I'm I'm open to that, too. I'm still getting two first-round quarterbacks. I'm getting a – it's just maybe one a little later. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is a superstar. Can't miss her. I want to get a quarterback earlier. I get it. I get it. I'm – I'm just saying, if you you think J.J. or Bo Nix or one of these other guys – Penix – Penix, if you think one Trab's of those guys guy. is legit going to be a superstar and you could steal him, take Harrison and then trade up to get him. I don't know why you were asking what he said. He was clear what he said. <laughs> you, you thought it was clear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was sarcastic. Clear. It was yeah. clear. Yeah, yeah. All right.
Yeah. I don't know why. why. <laughs> you didn't hear him? You didn't listen? I, it's just, I was just struggling. All right, coming the phone up next, went great. Oh, okay. we'll give you a chance oh, to win oh. some Luke Bryan tickets. Here are the junkies. Hey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T Mobile. You can count on T Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Right now, we're going to reward the loyal listeners. Caller number 10. We'll hook you up with two tickets to go see Luke Bryan. Mind of a Country Boy Tour 2024. Saturday, June 22nd at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of Live Nation. Just be the 10th caller at 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. And we'll hook you up with two tickets. Time right now for Chasing 895. Alex Ovechkin has goals in five straight games after scoring the 835th of his career on Thatcher Demko yesterday (laughs) afternoon during the matinee at Capital One Arena. After struggling to find the net in the first half of the season, Ovi appears rejuvenated. It's back on pace to score over 20 goals this season. It's Ovi's first five-game goal streak since 2021. Back along the left side, a controlled here for Strom. The shot from Ovechkin. He scores! The goal streak continues. Ovechkin gives Washington the lead. 12-23 to go in the second. It's 2-1 Washington. Uh, when you're hot, you're hot right now. And the big guy is finally hot. We've been waiting all season for it. Chasing 895 is presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. Hey, they, they climbed out of the seventh spot in the Metro, so they're in six. They're one point ahead of Pittsburgh. Yes. So they got three points out of the last two games. Against some really good competition. The game against Boston is probably their that best game. That was surprising. What do you mean the seventh season? spot? In the Eastern Conference. They're not in the top seven. In the wild card. No, I'm saying. Wild card. No, in okay. the Metro Metro Division. Oh, in the, in, in the oh. division, not the wild Did card. Did I say standings. Eastern Conference? I, I, thought I, I saw was him. confused. That's why I asked. No, I meant in the divisions, Metro. Yeah. Oh. But that was very surprising. But they're not yeah. in, like, right no, now, no, they're no. outside the playoffs. Oh, they're like six points right. out of that. They need to keep stacking up yeah. wins <clears throat> and or points. Yesterday's loss was <clears throat> just distressing. Yeah, talk about that overtime well, goal. Well, Connor McMichael turned the puck <clears throat> over. He, he tried to like backhand flip it to John Carlson with like under 5 seconds left yeah. in the 3v3 to get to the shootout and it just was not a great pass to Carlson. JT Miller, I believe, intercepts it and and fires it Point past blank, right? past Darcy. He had no shot at stopping it. Right. And the Caps didn't even have a chance at getting the two points. So they settled for one against Vancouver, a very good team. But you would have liked to have at least gotten to the shootout to have a chance to get the two points. But, you know, it's just a, a poor play by McMichael. And he played well throughout the game, which sucked, you know, because to end on that note. But, you and know. get Colorado next. Colorado next here. tomorrow night. Here. Yep. Hey, though, nice to have a rejuvenated Ovi. Maybe he should go to Dubai and hang yes. out with Wayne Rooney more. He should do that. Rod Camels. He rode What's... a camel over in Dubai with his wife and his kids. What's his lowest goal-scoring output in his career? 
I don't know that off they, the top of my head. They have about like 27 or something one year. I'd something have to in that range. Ever? I'd have to look in like the a non like strike shortened or yeah, like shortened you know season. where he played like over sixty games or something. Like he had twenty seven in twenty eleven, twenty twelve, and seventy eight games. That's when I was calling him a big fatty. <laughs> then he had twenty four the next year, but that was forty eight games. Then yeah. he had twenty couple seasons with twenty eight. So this is not that far off. He had if another he can get season to the mid twenties. He had another season with twenty one in fifteen sixteen where he played seventy nine games with. Let's, oh, no, I'm looking at the wrong column. Yeah, come Damn on. It. Can you look at the right column? Well, he's played so long when you pan it down, <laughs> look at the you G lose column, it. Rick. Which My bad. G column. 24. All right, 32 looks like maybe. No, tw- no 24. What year? 2021. Maybe that was the COVID year? That might have been COVID year. <laughs> give me one where he had like 60 games or more, his lowest output. Because I'll give him you know, 10, 20 games for injury. 60 games or more? I think it's 32 goals. Yeah, maybe yeah. 2011. Right. By the way, in the in the the latest goal, I thought for a second it might have been tipped by TJ Oshie. We were getting which distraught. I didn't want to happen. Right. And then then I saw Ovi celebrating. I was like, oh, that's that's got to be an Ovi well, goal. And he celebrates his teammates' yeah. goals too. To answer your question, it's going to be this year because <laughs> he's going to play sixty or more. Well, that's what have... I'm saying. So yeah. I want to get a reference point. Well, like how far off it will be from his previous low scoring? Just year. get to yeah, I mean... get to a number that starts with a two. Like that, I feel like will. Is, is respectable. Are you feeling better? The five feeling games, better. The five yeah. game heater has made it making you feel better, right? Yes, made me feel better. We yeah. still he passed Gretzky. I thought he was at more. He passed Gretzky on the empty netter. Yes, correct. Goal list, so he's number one on empty netters. So what's he need? But Gretzky, 60. like some people would criticize, including myself, just not knowing. Like man, he scores a lot of empty netters, but Gretzky well, also way, did. The empty was netter was a thing of beauty. If you didn't see it, he. I think it was like 40 seconds left in the game. They were up 2 nothing, and Boston was grasping. They pulled the their goalie. Ovi gets the puck, passes off the wall to himself, outskates two Bruins who are mugging him, and he backhands it in from about 20 feet out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not all empty net goals are created equal. That was a really nice goal by Ovi, despite the fact there was no goaltender. EB, you know, it's Tiger Week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, I had a buddy who went out to the uh, – he lives out in Arizona, but he went to the um, oh, waste the management. Waste. You're going to get Valdez started. They're calling it he, the wasted he, management he open. Said, he, he said he saw more people vomit yeah. in one day – he was there on Saturday <laughs> – right. than he did in four years of college combined. What's the concert where everybody went to, like like in New York? Come on. Woodstock? Yeah, yeah, it's like that Woodstock. one. Yeah. He, <laughs> said it was, he said it was outrageous. Yeah. He it's said like he couldn't Preakness. believe. It's like Preakness. And, yeah. and he, he was there. You know, he got there, I think, at 10 in the morning. <laughs> at 10 in the morning, people were crushed. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just. How hot is it there? Binge it wasn't hot at all. It was like it in the 50s. It's rained the all week. pinnacle of huh. binge drinking in 2020, you know, however long it was, it's been it in existence. It was unbelievable, he said. Who won? Nikki Taylor. Never heard of Canadian. Don't, don't know that person. Well. well. That's because he won last year. Stars. I mean, there are videos. Won the of, Canadian Open. There are videos year. of guys shirtless, like sliding down mud hills with people like dousing, yeah, crowds dousing him with beer yeah. when he would freeze. It's because say, like wasn't Nikki Taylor or a model? Yeah. Nick Taylor. Nick, Nick Taylor. Taylor. Nick yeah, he just added the e at the end. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. Don't worry. Anyway. Made me think of who's that chick who used to come on our show all the time. Tiffany Taylor. <laughs> Tiffany Taylor. Yeah, she did not win. <laughs> Valdez, tell your friend. Never bring that seafood stew over for your wasted management party ever again. There'd be more vomiting. Yeah, tell, that, tell that guy. <laughs> I know the answer. Come in at, a big party foul. At noon, what are you guys doing? What? <laughs> well, let's get out of here. <laughs> be Mitch and Finley now. Boom. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. network. 